It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. All right. Welcome, welcome, one and all. Hope you had a wonderful weekend. Matic Monday here at Cool to the Pen HQ. Oh, yeah. The nuance and the context with the big man. At John Gazer, catch me on the Bird app, yo. The Blue Bird. Any time of day, any day of the week, holla at you, man. I'll be sleeping when I'm dead. <laughs> I was just talking to Cooper. We were talking about the formatting issue. If you've been following along, you know I'm in Google Sheet formatting hell, doing my best to fight out of the eighth circle. Telling Jay really funny story. A guy like with the Twitter handle, like Google Sheet guy, even DM'd me, thinking it was so easy and he couldn't help me. So we're fighting through it. Baseball all day, every day. Doing the thing we do, me and you. Call to the pen crew. Michael K, Fire Sports, D-Rock, Taco Core. What's going on? OPMG, Capo Status, Achieved. Fuies out there. But the fastest show in MLB, absolutely anywhere. I mean, we just bring the smoke, right? That's a kind of a given at this point. I wish the wins would come along. Jeez Louise, right? I mean, anybody could reach to a hat and pick a game, but are they breaking it down like this? Probably not. Application. Statistics, nuance, probabilities, all the stuff that really matters. Here at Call to the Pen, make sure you rate, review, and subscribe again because that stuff matters just way more than it should. I think we got a mixed slate. There's one afternoon one. We'll do that one at the end. Let's just punch it back thinking about you, the commuter crowd. I know how I was. I'm telling you, that was such a huge turnoff for me as a betting consumer having to hear about a game that already happened. It used to even spoil like the whole show, although the true DJs listen to every minute of everything looking for the nuggets. Hopefully we're bringing just that, you know, you get the advanced stats when you come here. Hopefully we're presenting them at least a bit differently than everyone else. You know, this is the restaurant where the chefs eat without any further ado. Let's get down and do it to it, baby. It's the Royals with cheese. Jordan Lyles plus one twenty dogs on the road. Against Reese's Pieces, Olsen, and those Tigres from Detroit Rock City. Royals heading over to 8 Mile. And one, it's been very rough for Lyles, right? We kind of mentioned this during fantasy season. I, I'm full out of – I'm having – by the way, I'm having a fantastic fantasy season. But <laughs> fire sport. I love it. The comments are always on fire here. Make sure you check them out. The audio people tell you there's winners in the comments and are not even on the show. It's amazing. Anyway. Royals really struggling. Lyle's really struggling. Contact pitchers in general really struggling. Let's see if we can draw it up. I mean, 6-9 ERA, pretty bad. 1-3 whip, 800 OPS. All the earn run indicators above 5, right? Sierra at 5-2. 17% K, too low. 8% walk is like right in the middle, but single-digit K minus walk. Single-digit swing to strike. 23 CSW, 38% ball, 20% whiff, right? To kind of walk you through the basket there. He lives outside the zone. When he's in the zone, he doesn't get swings and misses. He has gotten ahead, but doesn't induce chases. And again, 90% zone contact. 51 fly ball, 11 barrel is the two home runs per nine. Pretty much explained in the Lyles portfolio. So it's really all about, right? I guess it's, it's all about the Tigers' offense. And, I mean, Lyles also really struggling on the road. He has a nine ERA on the road this year, 5-8 X-fit, more than two homer nine. 
Reese's pieces, I've actually liked him. He's been pretty good. You know, we're into the control guys. Six ERA. I'm ignoring that. Like, I don't really I don't want to say I don't care, but I don't really care. Right? Maybe the maybe the bad luck is behind us. That's one way to look at it, right? Six ERA, a 105 whip, 525 OPS. Those are excellent, right? 369 expected ERA, 2.75 PFIP. 7% walk, like I mentioned, really good. 34% ball rate, right? So he's living in zone. 66 first strike, 35 O swing. Right, bully metric achieved again. So I don't, I don't just say like, oh, I like this guy. I don't we always try and validate our work here? And if you knew, welcome board. Hopefully, you learn something every single time you listen. Right, no one really cares about the game analysis after they've happened. But I really think, and I know it because I've seen some of the evidence that people feel like, man, like we've left them. You know, with that I call it the feather in the cap. You know, we've left them with something like a tool in the belt, in the utility belt that you can use going forward. You know, a type of application, a combination of stats, or perhaps a perspective, just a way to look at these and attack them. That's what it's all about. We're here trying to teach. We're here trying to help. That's what we that's what we do here. So again, Lyles, it's it's just a train wreck. So you go look at the Detroit offense, and it's a bit of up and down, right? What do I mean? It's a lot of average, right? 305 OBPs, league average, 24K, 8% walk, league average. They swing and miss a bit more than anybody, but a ton of lift from the Tigers. Number one in fly ball. Then top five hard hit, top seven barrel, right? And that kind of something, right? That's got them where it is, 18 home runs, less 500 PAs. Again, that's in the, in the top. We, I'm not saying we sold out and then we got away from the Tigers after Riley Green went down. And maybe it's arrow up again for the Tigers. Remember how we look at these things in terms of sideways. So I think I like the Tigers any way you slice it. I was a little, let's say perturbed, but like, you know, it was just, I think I'm a 160, minus 160. Yeah, that's like where the Tigers say, which is a bit much. I went for the cover. So, and again, a bit of the process. We, only, we don't have that many games today. I, wanted, I always like to show people how we get there, or at least how I get to the answer. Again, I don't want nobody to tail me. Don't tail me blindly. If you agree with the pick, then you go for it. So, when deciding between F5 and a full game, of course, Saturday, I just – man, this season has been hell on earth for me. And if you think like things are so bad, my – Betting site, you can get on sharpener, pin tweet. It's still up, and it's just feel like torture, the torture rack. All this up and down, all these terrible beats. Now, I kind of went against myself, and it cost me. What do I mean? You know, so generally, when I'm to the under, I like the F5 to avoid bullpens. When I'm to the over, I generally like the full game. Now, we had two of them, and of course, they both mishmashed us, right? We were... I had full game over on the Mets. It ended up being over F5, but not throughout. I ended up being over on the F5 for the Diamondbacks. That was a miss in the full game hit. And just had I been objective, I would have got one of two. And again, it's validated. So I posted this when I could go for it. Yeah, I'm down with the – I'm really into the odds as much as anything. So give me Detroit plus 135. Yeah, it's all over the place. Plus 130 at least. Maybe you could tone it down. Why don't you just put five on this one, Jay? Again, we got to get into the green, dude. You know, it's important. I don't, I don't, like I don't care. I care. I don't care. I don't want to flip-flop. I'm just like, you know, I have my eyes on so many things. I just don't want to – we never want to mislead. We never want to hurt anybody. I think everyone can agree on that. So what we like to do is dive into the bullpens. I think that's the best way to look at it, right, when we're deciding with these things. The Detroit bullpen's actually been very good, right? And, again, this works as a run line perspective as well. Last 67 and two-thirds from the Tiger bullpen, 3-6 ERA, but a 3-6 Sierra as well. 111 whip, 201 batting average against – 6% barrel, three-quarter home, and nine flip side. Royals really bad, right? 45 innings, 5-2 ERA, 
whip up near one five, double digit walk rate, double digit bowel rate, all the stuff that kind of gets you in trouble. So I'm not really, that's okay, Jace. Don't, don't worry, bro. We love you so much. I think, yeah, again, that right, the Tigers kind of stink. But I think the Royals stink more. They lost Paisan, Vinny P. And, you know, that was just brutal to lose a piece like that. I'm looking at the expected lineup for the Tigers. And you know what? It's not bad because I got Veeling back. Although day to day, I think he's, he's supposed to play. Torkelson is looking good. And that Carpenter is back. And, you know, we get the good part of Baez. So outside of Prado, I don't really like anything in the Royals lineup. Let's go with the T-Grays to beat him up, cover him up. I'm looking at the algo, and I kind of have it there as well. It gets stronger as you go. Something else, you know, I might have to start looking at. Jay and I have been going back and forth. I, I don't know what book really has it. It's the double result. Ayo, I mean, props up in the house. Hope you had a wonderful weekend, my dude. Also, you know, we were talking. If you have uh, video capabilities and stuff, man, get, we want to we start getting people on the show. Right? This was kind of Jay's thing. I don't want to steal the shine from Coop on ones and twos. But really, again, we have been looking to kind of separate. <laughs> you found the right host, right? We're different, if anything, at the very least, like me or not. We know we're different. Platforming people, right? So we've had literally, quite literally, tremendous guests, right? Pitching Ninja is a tremendous guest. You try to get him. <laughs> you try to get that following. You know, he, he's a legit boss. But we want to go the other way too, right? It's not Twitter following. It's not everything. It's the sharpness and the passion and the caring, right, Ned? piece of the Venn diagram extends here in the comment section. So make sure you subscribe to the show and find out what it's all about because we've really been rocking and rolling. The same goes for like firing you guys, you know, but that would be the one thing I don't, we got to keep production up. So plug in internet, like that stuff matters. Don't even have to comb your hair. Don't care about that part, you know, but sound quality, right? Good microphone. So, all right, let's get back into it. Tigers by a million. Next up. For my Canadians out there, O Canada, Jose Berrios, Joe Berry's on the bump for the Bluebirds. Minus 160 favorites going down to Miami to face Brian Hoeing. Now, you know, it's early in the season to take any kind of victory laps at all. But I'm going to take a little bit of a victory lap because people wrote off Jose Berrios. So, number one, we've cashed several bets on him, right? So, we can, we've physically won. But also, he's like, I don't know, some fantasy teams got dropped. They traded for him in one league where people were fed up. And again, let's look at it, right? Now, now the season stats are starting to catch back down, right? They're starting to catch back down type of thing. 328 ERA, 116 whip, 659 OPS for Berrios. The er, er, all of the earn run indicators, excuse me, are now in the lower fours. But remember, they were way up because he started out so poorly. 7% walk, 11 swing strike, not great. But he's been getting the off-speed pitch over. So there's your 30% CSW. 26 whiff, 64 first strike, right? So a lot of the stuff that we really like to like. Also, very low foul ball rate, which is a killer too, right? Not something that everyone looks at. Again, I think ball rate and foul ball rate have been something we've incorporated into the vernacular here, right, to the everyday language that I think really stands out. So, And then we know Barry is kind of keeping it that right. So here we have a control pitcher who is getting first strikes, getting this off-speed stuff over, 48 ground ball, 28 hard hit, five barrel, less than a homer nine. That's a 320 expected wall, but it's really good. And it's been especially tough on righties, right? 212 batting average to righties on the year, 590 OPS. And he's been very strong on the road as well. Sub 700 OPS, 37 ERA, sub one homer nine for Berrio. So you got to think the Blue Jays, I think they're starting to get it going. Again, we're getting a lot of these signals here. If you're new, right, to give you an idea of how 
all the just the different stuff we do here. Really, I know I consume a lot of content, and I'm not I'm not trying to say I'm better than anyone else, but we are doing it differently. Meaning, if you pay to sub to something else, I still think there's room for what we're doing. And again, it's free. And man, if it's free, it's for me. One of the things I've hung my hat on as a professional handicapper and a trader as well is trend indication trying to be first, right? We kind of mentioned it with Berrios. I also have my, uh, my wagon I hitched to Jose Abreu the past couple of weeks. And guess who looks awesome, right? Proof in the pudding I wrote about in my Facebook article. They're just dated. A whole article about why people need to be careful of expounding track records, like you're just getting rid of track records. So where I like to look at generally is in terms of discipline, right? So disciplinary gains will portend production on the horizon. Let's check it out. Toronto, 18.5K, single-digit swing strike, 29 chase rate, 88 in-zone contact, right? So, again, I know it's lots of numbers, but think how they work together. In terms of, it's like a tapestry. Discipline is a tapestry, right? Some people use K-rate and walk rate. Those people are not that smart. Toronto really doing it all right, being selective, not striking out, not going outside of the zone, making lots of contact. Now you go over to the contact with a top five hard hit rate, 44%. On Savant, that's a raw 95-mile-an-hour metric. The bow rate is up near 10, and now you're getting it going. Also, Toronto, one of the better right-handed hitting teams in the league. That's a 335 expected Woba last 30 days against righties. Blue Jays getting ready to take off. You heard it here, all right? So you can definitely back the Blue Jays today. I know they're really juiced up. Miami offense kind of going in the tank. That disciplinary basket is strong, but they just don't have the beef behind it. 2316 BA, 309 OBP, last 500 PAs. The thing that's killing them is that you notice only five stolen bases. Miami needs to run. 48% ground ball, 30% hard hit, right? They're not mashers. 299 Woba, 88 WRC+. Plus. Miami needs to run. The extra base hits are not there. So you got to think two phases right now, both going to Toronto. Let's go third phase. Giddy up, let's go. Little cork stats reference there. I don't know who remembers that. 52 innings from Toronto, right? 14 days of doing for bullpens. 307 Sierra, 23% K minus BB looking really good. Bit too many home runs, but Romano's been smoke lately. Other side, Miami mixed bad, but Sierra's been there, so the case. Actually, pretty strong basket from Miami. So I would be looking for Toronto in the F5 in this one. You know what, Jay? It's, it's funny. We, if you want, today maybe we'll make today was going to be today was going to be my day to convert to fives away from tens. So I know we locked in one, but let's move to it from now. And it feels it feels right, right? So everything to win five. So let's go Toronto to cover the first five run line, everybody. Okay, and it's to win. So to win five, so you can bet six to win five. You don't, you don't have to do penny math, me, Jay. But let's right. Let's we can round up to cover five. And again, people, what's going on here is we are tracking the bets in real time on BetStamp. Dot app forward slash call to the pen. They bring you all these. I mean, it's like a full-on menu, right? All the different books, and you could click right on through and get the bet right there. You know, you should really be joined to as many books as possible because, you know, my mama told me you got to shop around. Maddie Williams up in the comment section. Welcome aboard. Again, the restaurant where the chefs eat. Like, Matt, like, opens the door and everyone's like, Maddie, hey, what's up? You know, it's so, it's, this is like cheers. <laughs> Matt, are you normal? <laughs> Yeah, Chef Maddie up and down, which is funny because Matt quite literally is an excellent chef. So, I mean, it's so funny here. Just lots of lots of wordsmithery going on. So, we'll go with Toronto for the F5 and move it on. Next up, it's the Baby Bears and Drew Smiley, minus 130 favorites, on the road in Pittsburgh against Osvaldo Bido. You know what? I have to bring this one up because I confused myself. There were a few openers today, and that's always a good way to get yourself into trouble, like with the model, right? Remember, I'm running, I run all stats and 
their weighted averages and all this stuff that they go into the formula. And then you realize that if the if the girth is not there, you don't have to worry about it. I, this is not one of those cases. Okay, that's why that's why the alert went off. Now, while he only went four innings, this is Beto, he did throw a full complement of pitches. Right, so he threw 91 pitches, so it's full, it's full load. Okay, so you can actually take a look. He only went once. That game, let's see, so it was at it was also was at the Cubs. Four innings, four hits, one earned, no homers, three walks, six Ks. I I didn't I don't really know much about Peter. So again, I don't like to hide the things I'm bad at. I outsource my prospect work generally. This is so weird to me. So he's gone 55 and a third in triple A, four, five ERA, one, three whip, but XFIP over five and a quarter, double digit walk rate, one homer, nine, 40 ground balls. So he's kind of going to keep it down, keep it in the yards. A little bit boring, right? Not to really kind of pounce on, but it's funny. These guys getting promotions with kind of the weak ERAs. Smiley, three, six ERA, one, two whip, expected ERA down at three, five. You know, the single digit walk rate. So what are you going to get? A lot of control. A lot of ground balls, not a lot of swing and miss stuff there. Well, a lot of actually fly balls this year. I got to correct that, right? Stop, reverse it. 45 and a half ground ball, tons of pop ups. So he must be working good up in the zone. That's usually like the for easy sign. Six barrel, one and a quarter, homer nine, 294 X for Smiley, right? There's that contact control I was talking about. So this was kind of mixed. I don't know. I really had trouble kind of committing here. You know, I like the. Cubs offense, but they are really one to disappoint. 2019 BA last 500, 661 OPS. This is like a Spider-Man, Jeff. We could do them both at once. Check it out. It, the Pirates and the and the Cubs both have a 229 BA. OBP 319 to 321. It's Cubs, then Pirates. OPS 661, 685. I mean, just dead on. Hard hit rate 31, 32. Bar rate 6, 7. x 300, 305. WRC plus 84, 89. Just really, really bad. And funny, flip here, flip side here on the expected split stats. Again, you can get those on that sheet that I mentioned. Right now, it's open for free as a bookmark or a Google link. Just go get it. Pirates v. lefties. Bottom third, easily sub-300 expected Wova against lefties last 30. Cubs, 300 x Wova, which is bottom like five or eight against righties last 30. So really, this is such a mixed... I've got such a mixed bag here that I guess we can go to the bullpens. Cubs have a definitive edge. Last 39 innings, 3-9 ERA, though the whip is up. They haven't surrendered homers because of winning in the zone and do some lots of chases, though. And the Pirates falling apart in that bullpen. Check it out. Last 40 and two-thirds, 8.4 ERA. But the Sierra is up at five. The whip over two. 333 batting average allowed. Double-digit walk rate. 50% hard hit, 10% barrel. Almost two home runs per nine for the Pittsburgh bullpen disaster area. Matt in the chat says, Drew Smiley, oh, three and a half Ks, a high percentage prop. I tossed it in a parlay with Josiah Gray, over one and a half. But you could bet it standalone. You know, it's funny. I got burned on the Smiley under last time. So I, I think you're in line there, Matt, right? You know, I was going to say, you got to be careful. You kind of trashing these guys now. I'd be, I'm a little bit worried. This would be an interesting one. People, now that we mentioned it, like, let's keep it in the front of our mind. Well, I would have, I would not have taken this one, Matt, on the over. Only because Pittsburgh's basket has been so strong as of late. I mean, really, top five in K, number one in walks, number one in chase, 10% swinging strike. Obviously, I'm rooting for you. I have the Josiah Gray over 
I actually paired it with the Mad Max under. Same idea, though lately, if you were going to choose going with me or Matt, I would go with Matt. <laughs> dude pushed up 100 units already. My dude doing work in Venice Streets. Much respect. Everywhere. Listen, if you're a guest here, you know, you're part of the family. So I think I'm going to I think I'm going to leave this one. Maybe Matt kind of has the answer where it's like a, the answer is kind of prop betting. Again, I have I have Chicago winning via the model, via the algo, but it's not enough to cover any of this stuff. I'm just not going to touch it. I'm not going to touch it. Totals included because I'm just not digging the offenses. We've seen strikeouts for both of the pitchers. Let's move it up. Next up, this is like, I mean, my model almost broke. I had smoke coming out of it. Also, Matt, very good point. I, I wanted to make this point. Because I have struggled with pitching props, and it has to do with this. Matt mentioned three and a half being the low bar. He's he's quite correct. He's quite correct. And I was trying to be cute going under the three and a halves, where four strikeouts, four major league pitchers, right? Being the low bar, he's correct. It's very this is very similar to team totals where you go under a one and a half, you know you're playing with fire, right? The bloop and a blast, you know you're playing with fire. So it's the same idea, right? So, Matt, you see where I'm going. Although now we have to keep an eye on this. I will be really curious to see, you know, the wave of the discipline with Pittsburgh. Next up, model breaking game, Austin Gomber and the Rocks, plus 140 dogs on the road to the Reds. And Brandon Williamson, oh, my goodness. I mean, I was over 10 earlier this morning, Jay, bring up the full game. Obviously, this is like, no, let's not bury the lead. This is like offense, 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 offense. I, I really I have a hard time even like I if I could find the 10, there's a single 10 floating out there, I would pay the juice. I generally don't go over 10 and a half. But if you were ever going to, it's probably this one. Hold on, leave it, Jay. Well, can you check the F5? Let's talk through it and see if maybe we could let's see if we can get to uh an answer that we feel much better about. Oh my goodness. Oh, six through five. And let's check out why Austin Gomer. 729 ERA, a 1-7 whip, OPS at 950. Expected ERA north of 7, Sierra north of 5. 5% K minus BB, 8% swinging strike, 38 ball to 19 whiff. I mean, just, it's, it's, it's the I can't believe this guy's job. It's unbelievable. 45 hard hit, double-digit barrel, more than 2 homer 9. That's a 400x Woba, 434 expected Woba on contact. Take your pick. Lefties and righties doing damage against the Southpaw. Lefties batting 390 against him, 3 homer 9. Righties batting 290 against him, 2 homer 9. I, I just don't know how this one ends well for him. 265 batting average allowed on the road, 5x FIP. For Gomber, he should find himself in quite a bit of hot water against my Reds. Top five offense right now, just looking really good. You know, steal, that's the thing right now, man. The teams that get on, 335 OVP with 18 steals, last 500 PAs, they don't strike out. That number's below 20. They don't swing and miss. That number's below 10. They do not chase that number at 27 with 87 zone contact. So, Gomber going to have to, you know, he's coming He's coming in the zone. Right? That's, that's the thing. 89 zone contact for Gomber. So, he's going to feed it to those boys. It's... It's every, it's everybody. I couldn't even imagine. Like uh, this may just be ridiculous. Mike K has a good chance of rain. Okay, yeah, I hear you. I just, I'm not even sure it matters. I, I just, these guys are so bad. Double, 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 wind blowing balls and stuff. And I hate going over eleven. I have player props on literally every red. I don't even know, Jay. Maybe we should like we should. Take the top three and maybe go three, three, and three instead of going ten. Like I, I want to be fully transparent. I posted McLean. I got hits on 
Kevin Newman, Matt McLean, and John India. It's just, it's like, it's they kill the Reds kill lefties and the, the ballpark is, it plays all the way up. It's just, it's, it's hard. Like I said, it's hard to control the model in this one. Matt McLean last 33 PAs against lefties, 394 batting average, 1091 OPS. That's a 303 ISO. I even mentioned Spencer Steer. That's another one. Well, you do Kevin Newman, 391 batting average, 1109 OPS, 217 ISO. Spencer Steer, 333 average, 1077 OPS, 400 ISO. I mean, it just goes on and on. John India, 300 batting average, 864 OPS. Maybe India might be the one I go about. I think India, I think the lately he's – like it's assuming it one more click. Yeah, India lasts 13 to 1021 OPS, 364 ISO. I mean, they're just crushing lefties. Yeah, so, Javon, what's going on, man? Welcome aboard. Thank you for participating. We do appreciate you all. Saying not sure if the gameplay is based on what he's seeing now with the second one. And it wasn't a knock on you, Mike. I was I didn't mean to shrug it before. But I guess I didn't I, – I looked at it, and I guess I didn't see that strong – meaning, let's call it I thought I saw orange. And now everyone is kind of sounding like red. Let's shoot over to Kevin Roth. Yeah, I, yeah and I'm copying him, right? He's the expert. He's got us for orange here. Where yeah, it looks like it looks like rain. I wonder why. Scattered, slow-moving downpours in the general area. It's going to come down to a pregame radar check and whether the heavy stuff sets up over the ballpark or not. Okay, so his expectation now is because of the wind, the system may miss the ballpark. Okay, so just to give everyone an idea, Michael K. Also, I love the team total stuff, man. Eliminating variables over five and a half at minus one fifteen. That's certainly a cromulent play Colorado offense I mean they're not that good <laughs> right but they've been away from cores for a while so you're kind of getting the best element of them they're also top three line drive top three pull rate top three hard hit that kind of combination where and Williamson's just been really bad himself 5-4 ERA 1-4 whip I mean it's just been bad 45 fly ball 50 hard hit 14 barrel 400 x wall before 50 on contact Really bad, 880 OPS at home, ERA at six, almost three homers per nine. Lefties have a 300 batting average against him. <laughs> just This one is scoring all over the place if we get the weather in, so keep an eye on it. Man, I don't know, Jay, let's get to the bullpens. Colorado bullpen last 55 innings, five and a quarter ERA, five Sierra, one six whip, 11 barrel. Cincinnati, two five ERA, but the four seven Sierra. 46 fly ball, 10% barrel. Let's go full game 11, right? You just kind of hope for it to spin out of control. And this is where, again, I want to be more objective in my own approach. Meaning when I'm on the fence with F5 and full game, you got to go full game because you must consider those, even if it's very slight, the extra percentage points gained with the ghost runner and the ability to tack on tons of runs and extra innings now, right? Where that was not always the case. So we go over 10 and a half to win five, Jay, please. And let's move it on. All right, there's a couple games left. i got to hurry up a little bit. i got a little giddy up. Next up, this one's pretty easy for me. James Paxton plus 115 dog against Pablo Lopez and the Twinkies. And Paxton's been awesome. I mean, and he came out kind of sluggish. 105 stuff plus in a fastball. 26% came on his BB, 15 swing and strike. 33 whiff, 80 zone contact. He's been really good. This is the best version of James Paxton. Right, while he's healthy, he's really good. Same thing said for Lopez. So I like, now, the ERA at 4-3, I'm ignoring. 111 whip. 
all the indicators are 3-3 or better, 22K minus BB, where I think this one gets decided is the offense. I mean, I have Boston's offense as significantly better than the Twins. Jay, give me the Boston first five. Right, I'd rather avoid the Boston bullpen when I can. Twinkies bullpen, uh, at least a... <laughs> at least an order better than Boston. So let's go Boston five straight at plus money on the F5. I think also the the run line is also Cromlin also. But get, go, come on, we're going to score. We're going we're gonna to get him. We're going to get him for one. Save some juice. Let's, Boston offense, you know, they're, they're starting to get it going. We kind of called this a little bit ago. The K rate started to sink. The swing strike rate sink. Chase rate sinking. All those are top five now. 265 batting average, 335 OBP, 330 Woba, last 500 PAs. Liking what I'm seeing for Boston. They're starting to get it going. Most doubles in the league in that span. Other side, the Twinkies offense just kind of stinks right now. 213 BA, 650 OPS, 288 Woba, 83 WRC+. I mean, I, I, it's, it's ugly for the Twins. There's just there's just not a lot there's just not a lot there, you know I was super high on Buxton and it hasn't been great, you know he missed some time then he was he came back it wasn't good he sat yesterday I guess he'll play today but again with a day out so basically he missed a week on the IL right the ten day IL stint came back for three looks bad maybe he's still banged up I don't know but this they're pretty brutal. Uh, Michael Taylor is banged up also. He's been one of their better hitters. I see some love for the under on the Paxton K. And again, you know, where I'm going to go is just to the stats. Minnesota is the worst strikeout team in the league. They have a 30% K rate as a team. As a team. Last 500 PAs, I mentioned the Paxton K stuff was like really significant. You know, it was good all the way through. He's had at least eight strikeouts in each of the last three games. I'm sorry to go. Eric Serenzia, beautiful name, my friend. Welcome aboard, Eric C. How are you? Man, I hate to go up against the crew, but as I talk through it, I'd kind of be leaning on the on the over. I'm not a big over strikeout better, but I'd be leaning to the over. I think do think he gets there again because the Twins have been just so, so, so bad. Next up, let's go Mets go. This one's really easy. I'm leaving it alone. Though I did mention the one prop I like. So, I mean, it's minus 200. You got to pair it. So, it's Max Scherzer in the Let's Go Mets Go, minus 105 on a road against the Astros and Hunter Brown. This is the game to watch as you're sweating your bets, right? So, this one goes on the TV, and the other ones I'll, like, flip back and forth with the app and, like, sweating with single-lit bats and stuff like that. The surface stats for Scherzer, again, I think you got to ignore them. This is a good reason why I think people, hopefully, while you come here, rate, review, and subscribe if you agree. 4-4 ERA, 1-2-5 whip, but the K minus walk ERA, Sierra, PFAP, all 3-7-5 or below. 19 K minus BB, 14 swing strike. This is Scherzer. 32% ball, 29% whiff, 72 first strike, 37 O swing, bully metric achieved. 82 zone contact, he wins in the zone. I don't know. He's a tough customer. I feel like if you think you're going to just like go and beat up on Scherzer, I think that's a bit misplaced. Home runs have been an issue thus far. So it'll be interesting to see what Houston does with it. They have gotten the power stroke going. So if it's, you know, going to break down for them, sure as I should say, that would probably it, right? We know Houston's very patient. They take their walks, double-digit walk rate, 88 zone contact, but then they push it in the air, 44 fly ball, 
the hard hit rate is right around average, but the bow rate is there. Best ex-Wova in the league last 30 days against righties. Maybe I'm kind of eating my own words. That Again, I don't like to go up against these ace games. I generally call them dog fights, meaning this game is 3-2 or 4-3, and I have trouble generally finding edge. But as I talk through it, I'd probably be looking at, you know, Houston to kind of squeak it. I've been a huge Hunter Brown guy all year. He's just been excellent. Especially at home. 595 OPS allowed at home, no home runs year to date in the crib, looking really, really good. Bullpens, too, got to give Houston a slight edge, but they haven't been great either. But Mets bullpen's been a struggle. Last 42 and two thirds, 4 6 ERA, 270 batting average allowed, 47 fly ball, 10% barrel. That's two home or nine. Not great. I'm going to keep one eyeball on the algo. Has It's so close. Again, this is why I'm not touching it. Algo actually has. The Mets squeaking it out, believe it or not. Again, right now, again, I don't speak for it. I it does numbers. I do analysis, and then hopefully we find agreement in the middle. So I'm leaving this one. I got to hurry up now. Andrew Haney and the Texas Rangers minus one twenty five favorites on the road against the White Sox and Jesse Sculpins. I was really surprised by the price on this one. I guess you know Haney expected to get. Killed. I'm surprised I didn't print this one. Jake, let's go through some prices and I bury the lead. All right, I have my eyeball on the plus 125 full game cover. Check me out for F5. I know the Texas bullpen gives you fits, but so does the White Sox. Maybe this one's just an over. Both of these bullpens, real, real struggle bus as far as the bullpens go. Although last 14 days, the both have whips really low, both real low batting average, 185 or below. Don't have a lot of couple homers. Maybe that's my answer. I think the answer might be cover up. Let's take. I would rather take the even money through five to cover up Jay, five to win five. If you can get it, if not, then I guess we leave it out. Maybe that's what it is. Maybe it's just wasn't posted. But I think that's what you're going to get. I feel okay posting it, Jay. I don't feel like that's backhanded at all. So Taney, we know we're going to get. We know there's some struggles, but again, he's not terrible. It's the White Sox offense that's terrible. 295 ex-Wolva gets lefties last 30 days, 50% ground ball, 210 batting average. I mean, and up against Texas. So we're basically just like, the, I'm taking the, the cheap way out. Okay, yeah, Jay's just wanted everyone to know that. the We haven't seen the listings because it might not be Sculpton. You might be able to find a book that just takes the action, meaning regardless of the starter. Again, wait for it to get posted. I think that's where the price will be. Again, Jay, I feel pretty comfortable putting it. But if you don't feel comfortable, that's fine also. We got to do this together, dude. All right, so that's where I'm at at this one. It's relying on the Texas offense to carry Haney's carcass across the finish line. Next up, Merrill Kelly and the Snakes with Chase on their back. Minus 105. More or less even money on a road against the Brewers and my boy Corbin Burns. This one, too, I think you got to watch. You know, I love Burns, but we've seen him hiccup. I don't love Kelly. We know he's been awesome. 304 ERA, 111 whip, 625 OPS for Kelly. 27% K rate. Burns is his 24. If I had told you Merrill Kelly had a K rate three ticks higher than Corbin Burns, better K minus BB, a better swinging strike rate. Now, Burns does have the higher CSW. Burns has a slightly higher whiff rate. But Kelly's got the chase rate. Kelly's got the zone contact rate. You know, this one... I would want to lean under, but I've already learned my lesson. Arizona, one of the teams I'm just not shorting right now, right? We have to learn our lessons eventually. What was Yankees and Dodgers is no longer, or Astros, I should say, is not that. We've been betting against the Astros, the Yankees, the Dodgers, Astros alike. 
you don't want to go against the Texas Rangers offense. It's like it's just too much. There's no need for it. It's nothing but aggravation. They beat up everybody, and once they get into a pitch, like once they get at him, there's just that's when the pitching clock I think really kind of eats pitchers up. Right, there's no time to disconnect and reset. It's just feasting time. So, Brewers offense kind of stinks. Really hard to rely on the under. Like I said, bullpen's a bit of a mixed bag. Underlying stuff a little stronger than the surface. But outside of Devin Williams is not much. I think he threw a ton of pitches yesterday anyway. So I, I, I'm i having a hard time with a strong lean. Algo would – not say he's under, but it has all the blue, meaning I have it for low scoring, but the total is matched. I mean, F504, I can't go under that. Full game, seven and a half. I can't go under that. And I have seven, four on the game. So, again, I have this one at four, three or something like that. So, very easy to leave. But I like to see people like show everyone just how we walk, right, how we get through it. That I don't, I don't like this, so I don't do it. You know, just that we really make sure we're turning over every stone or at least maybe having stuff for you guys. Either validating or invalidating some stuff. You know, I come up with the numbers. Next up, I know I got this one. So, it was a misprice for me off the start. So I don't want to bury the lead. We're taking the Padres to beat the Giants today. Michael Waka 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 has been awesome. 289 ERA, one flat whip, 622 OPS. The control has been fantastic. You know, 35% ball rate is the 7% walk. But he's getting some swinging strikes. He's getting ahead, right, just short of the bully metric. But 63 first strike, 34 O-swing, 85 zone contact. Kind of tells you what's going on. He's getting ahead. He's getting chases. And he's not walking anybody. So he's he's just ahead the entire game. Michael Waka spends his entire time on a bump ahead. 199 batting average allowed to righties on the year, 227 to lefties. He's been a, a really tough customer, really tough customer. 309 X Woba on the season for Michael Walker. They're going up against Ryan Walker, opener for the Giants. I mean, Giants bullpen, the stats have been very good, but that's I don't think that's how you calculate follower stats. They've been following with like Manaya and stuff like that, who's been garbage. So I get it. Just give me San Diego to win. I was surprised when I was up and posting F5 wasn't up. I don't really care. San Diego bullpen's getting it together a lot. I mean, is the F5 up, Jay? If F5 is up, I'd rather – I guess I would rather take the F5 and avoid the Giants bullpen. But I just think we got them either way. Yeah, okay, let's do that. Wait, San Diego – what kind of tax was it? 115? Minus 115 San Diego? Wait. Hold on. Something's broken here. Oh, yeah, yeah. I don't want to cover. Let's go. I'd rather pay the tax, yeah. Minus 115, everybody. First five money line. Jay was looking at the cover – I think Mike K actually hit me up, dude. I was not ignoring you. I just swore. Sometimes I get so many DMs and then the weekend hits. And he was asking about pricing. Again, you just, it's not a hard, fast rule. Just do the, do the math. So in this case, we had minus 115 money line, plus 110 to have to cover the run. 25 cents is not going to do it for me, dog. 25 cents, I'm going to pay the tax of giving you the run to start. You start with the win, cash on the tie. Okay, so that's just one, you know, 25 cents is not enough for a run. Oh, player props, James mentioned. And yeah, I mean, we're getting running a little late, but you're going to put three on, you know, McLean. I like McLean and what I say, Newman and India. We go right where we would, again, people, I don't want you to feel like we're just becoming wasteful. Where we would normally bet three on it, let's split it three ways, Jay. Go three all over one and a half total bases, which means everyone you could parlay the base hits, which also means you could sign up for underdog today and play this. That's what I'm going to do. Prize pick stuff, all that game. Like, oh, I've all the overs. Like, oh, everyone is just over. This is, of course, I'll probably finish 2-0. to zero. <laughs> And that will do it, everybody. Thank you so, so much. Picking up what we're putting down. 
forget the four o'clock game. What difference make? It's Cardinals and Flaherty, Nationals and Josiah Gray. You know, I always like Josiah Gray first five. So there. Me, me and Mike always like the Nats team total, and we always like Josiah Gray. No, I don't want to bet it. It's too, it's too late, Jim. Coming off the long weekend, heading into another week, feeling strong again. I hope everybody appreciates our style, right? Our delivery me- mechanism here, where. You know, we, we're very honest. I don't throw the ball. I don't swing the bat. I can't control that kind of stuff. But what we can control, right, is the risk. What we can control is, you know, our work ethic. What we can control is our behavior, particularly during losses. And I think, I hope at the very least, right, that's the kind of example that I really do set, right? You don't see us becoming frantic and flailing and starting to bet on crazy stuff and flip-flopping systems and adjusting models. To me, that's kind of the worst thing that you can do, right? Consistency in your work ethic and your approach. This is a marathon, not a sprint. I know you've heard that part. Everyone's heard the the surface part, the anodyne part, the veneer. But underneath, you know, you need that true foundational strength, as my boy Gorilla Monsoon used to say, intestinal fortitude. And that'll do it. Thanks for picking up what we're putting down here at Call to the Pen. Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. That stuff matters way more than it should. Tell your friends about the fastest show at MLB absolutely anywhere. Call to the Pen HQ. Enjoy the games. Enjoy your day when we're done with the book. Enjoy that pay. Remember, when you work this hard, if it's a lot less like luck, we see you at 12. Yo, peace.